0: Mitch Newman here. I am super pumped, super excited that you're tuning in to another episode of Mondays with Mitch, my podcast on conscious leadership. This drops each and every Monday, and I think this might be episode 31 or so. In any event, um, the response has been really, really powerful and uplifting for me and the suggestions that I've been getting from people on topics through the roof And people really grasping and kind of digging into this notion that they are, in fact, dare they admit it, a leader. That we all lead in different capacities in different ways. We all have that capability to do so. And much of it is about dispelling the myths and the rumors and the limiting beliefs and old beliefs about what a leader looks like, what a leader sounds like, what a leader does starts to see that it's not just black and white. So I want to talk a little bit today about something that uh, I actually was witnessing a coaching moment between two people. And if I'm being completely fully transparent, I was kind of biting, it's kind of biting my tongue because I wanted to jump in because I felt like there was a component that was missing from all of this. It was so clear and it was so evident to me. And I just allowed the process to unfold and, I, and I'm and i realizing in hindsight that um, it would have served me to potentially kind of interrupt and just offer up a suggestion or consideration. It just wasn't really my place to do so. And interestingly enough, in the process of that happening, I started noticing this starting to come up in other places with other people and other situations. So I thought, okay, this is a podcast episode and then Somebody sent me a text message and said, you know, we really need to do an episode on forgiveness. I think it could really help a lot of people. And I go, (laughs) it's coming. It's coming up. You read my mind. Universe is conspiring to inform me about what's really necessary right now, what's up for people in the process of healing and ultimately leading. So what I had witnessed was that um, somebody was putting somebody through a process to for the first time, suddenly just trans completely transform in an instant, which I believe is possible. But I also believe that in the moment that you transform in that instant, it's really predicated upon the moments that went before, the um, the different attempts that you've made over time, the readiness. I think it all just kind of comes together. So is it something that happens in an instant? Yes, it does. And there's a lot of background and a lot of work that's been done in the past that's created this opening but what i noticed was is there was a a step that was missing where somebody was being coached to kind of convince themselves through affirmations that they were uh, they were fine and they were more than fine they were magnificent they were wonderful they were all these things which i believe they are but i was watching it and i could clearly see that what was being suggested to this person was really a hard pill to swallow And they were kind of moving their body. They were trying to activate their body and their energy and their emotions to to kind of solidify this feeling inside. And I thought to myself, this is going to be short-lived. That when this person goes back into their environment, when there's nobody around watching, when there's no group of people that are witnessing this so-called transformation, that this wasn't really the sticky moment. And what I saw was, is that there was a component where this woman who was being coached, was really clearly in a place of a lot of self-judgment. Had been judging herself for a real long time. Had a lot of stuff on herself. And so the idea that in that moment I could just see it in her face, I could just feel her energy, that somehow this was going to be the moment, it just, it wasn't there yet. And my goal, in in my mind at least, was to offer up a suggestion around what if you could forgive yourself in probably a unique and powerful way that perhaps you've never considered before. And it comes down to this. We don't move through something. We don't go through something and get out the other side and go through whatever healing process. We don't with, with, by skipping steps. We just, we just don't do it. And so a lot of us myself included over the years have held a lot of stuff against ourselves a lot of judgments and that judgment piece is is really the is really brutal for so many of us in that process and it makes it, it inhibits our ability to lead ourselves and subsequently in our in our ability to and therefore lead other people but what if we could look at the judgments and we could look at the things that we Wish we would have created, but didn't create because we didn't feel well enough about who we are, about what we do, about how we do it. And we had really, in many ways, you know, case building against ourselves and build a strong case against ourselves of why we can't and why we won't, why we're not talented enough. And what if we could just take that and ultimately get to a place of forgiveness, but get to a place of forgiveness because we were willing to see the mastery at work. In taking something that wasn't true, in taking something that was perhaps an old limiting belief, by taking something that maybe happened once and globalizing it to the point that it happens all the time, like what if we could create that and see that as a form of celebration? What if we could celebrate? We're We're so quick to want to celebrate our victories, but what if we were willing to celebrate what we viewed or what we thought of as a defeat? knowing that we participated in that process. Now, I'm not talking about winning or losing a a basketball game or a football game or some type of sporting event. What I'm talking about is what if we could look at, take a step back, be our best observer, and look at and see, oh my God, I believed that I wasn't worthy. And so what I did was, I went out and convinced myself and other people through experiences, through words, through actions, through behavior. I convinced and created a scenario where I made that true. What if I could look at that as a way and as an opportunity to celebrate just how powerful of a manifester that I am? That I could take a non-truth and make it true. That I could actually take something that wouldn't hold up if I, was a, if, if I was going to present it to a judge, if I was going to present it to a jury, it wouldn't hold up in court. It just wouldn't. But in my mind, boy, oh boy, it holds up. In my relationship with a person or an experience that I create or sabotage or participate in the demise of, man, oh man, I can give that in a heartbeat. And the question is, is it really true? In most situations, it's not. Yet, if we believe something, if we focus on something, it will expand. If we believe it to be true, it's true. We can make it true. That unto itself reveals to us just how powerful we are when it comes to manifesting. See, manifesting people always think, well, I'm looking to manifest, you know, a new car. I'm looking to manifest a house on the beach. I'm looking to manifest some new people to join my business. I'm looking to manifest a really strong, growing team internationally. We talk about what we're willing to manifest and wanting to manifest in a way that things that are are positive. But what if we look at how we've manifested things that actually served a purpose, which was to remind ourselves that we aren't worthy or aren't deserving because that's what we felt and that's what we believed or maybe still believe. And we could actually realize, oh, my God, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. (laughs) Like, if I could take a situation, maybe something terrible that happened to me when I was 15 or 16 years old, make a decision about it, about who I am as a person, as a human being, about what I deserve, what I don't deserve. If I could actually make that and decide that at that point in time, could be younger, could be a little bit older, doesn't matter. But the power in taking something and believing it to be so. And then creating and supporting it with evidence, real or imagined, that convinces you and other people that it's true. Man, though, man, that's mastery. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, well, it's not so beautiful, Mitch, because look what's happened. I said, well, no, it's a beautiful thing because what it what it tells you, what it reveals to you, is that you can manifest anything. If you can manifest something that that holds you back, that doesn't serve you and create it to be true, that's powerful. Now, the question then becomes, can you take it now to the next level? Can you not only celebrate it, but realize that based upon where you were in consciousness, that that particular belief over whatever period of time or beliefs, could be multiple things, really was an indication of something that was necessary in your life to keep you somewhat safe, could have been physical safety, could have been mental and emotional safety. Whatever the choice that you make, what if you could see it as, well, there was a reason, there was a there was an opportunity for me that I needed to go through what I needed to go through for whatever period of time, to believe whatever I believed for whatever period of time, to finally get to this place right now where I'm ready to believe something else. To understand that as much as we don't think that something served us, that we took a non-truth and made it true, it actually was serving us for where we were then. So if we could celebrate it and own its role in our lives and really feel a sense of gratitude, as painful as it may be, that it got us to this point of realization, of understanding, then what stops us from this point forward to be able to create something bigger and better. <clears throat> what what stops us? Nothing does. So when I saw this woman trying to convince herself, oh, yes, I'm this, I'm this. And she's, you know, she's like forcing this smile on her face and she's really trying to get into it. God bless her. God bless her heart. She was really trying to get into it. I just knew in that moment it wasn't going to stick. Because she was too busy in the one breath of prizing herself and the next breath judging herself. And that's the challenging part, that judgment piece that holds us back, that prohibits us in many ways from experiencing that next level of greatness, that next level of leadership for ourselves and for others. That moments and moments that we still carry with us, that we get triggered when we're around other people and other situations and circumstances, it brings it all back full circle and we're living it again and again and again. And it's doing exactly what you designed it to do, which is not to serve, but to somehow protect you from some own unknown force. That may at one point really been a, a, a force of, of in your life where it was physically protecting you from something or someone. But not anymore. And yet we're still doing it. So step one in our transformation in our goal and opportunity to lead in a higher level of consciousness is to celebrate the f- simple fact that we could take something and make it true regardless of whether or not it was true doesn't matter that we could build a case for ourselves against ourselves all of that to know that it's worth worth celebrating wow look what i did with that that's amazing That I could do that and that so many other people have such a skill set that they're able to take a non-truth and make it true. And what if the next step was really in owning that it actually did serve a purpose. It actually did serve in some level. And now we're looking for something bigger and better. And that creates the moment of transformation. Why? Because we use everything. And you'll hear me say this over and over and over again. We use everything for our growth and upliftment. Even the parts that I often say suck so good. The sucky parts. The things we wish didn't happen or won't happen. That we use everything for our growth and upliftment. Everything transforms when we do that. And we can forgive ourselves for those judgments. Forgive ourselves for buying into the misunderstanding, the misinterpretation, the misidentification of of information that we suddenly decided were fact. That we at some point decided were truth. And forgive ourselves and forgive others. And it's not about letting yourself off the hook or letting other people off the hook. It's about understanding that we're all in this together that nobody here is perfect, that if anything, we're perfect in our imperfections. That the vast majority of people on the planet, I can't say everybody, (laughs) but the vast majority of people don't get up in the morning and say, whose life can I make miserable today? It's not a conscious thought. But when we keep acting and reacting from our past, keep holding on to things that may have been true or may never have been true, and bringing them with us to this moment, to the moments to follow. When we keep doing that, we limit ourselves and our ability to see what can be better. To not just have it as a thought when our head is the pillow at night, but to have it play out in reality in the course of our day. So take a moment to forgive yourself. Take a moment to forgive other people. Take a moment to celebrate all of the choices that you've made. Based upon the information that you had, when you had that information, how you felt about yourself at the time, be willing to celebrate that based upon that situation experience that you are in fact a powerful manifester. I am a powerful manifester. And here's the best part. Now we get to decide. Now we get to decide moving forward what it is that we want to manifest. And even if it's just 50% believable, if you took something that was 100% not believable and you made it true, imagine what happens when you take something that's 50% believable and invite it into your life right now. I appreciate you. I really do. Forgive yourself, forgive others. Step forward in leadership, in leading yourselves and leading other people. Forgive where you need to be forgiven within first and to others. And let's go crush this thing we call life. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. So, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.